everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here with some Cosmo relationship advice. Um, we're going to be reading some excerpts from Cosmopolitan magazine and giving you our tips and what not to do and what to do. Would you say that we're better than Cosmo, Wanda? <laughs> I think we're better than the lists that Cosmo released. Thank you. I don't like that you didn't acknowledge my Cosmo Wanda thing, but like, it's fine. I didn't even hear it. Maybe it's like I, it happens to me so often that like all those types of puns, I just like, my mind just goes straight by it. Like it just doesn't even filter it into like, I can't even use the brain capacity to filter it anymore because it's just so common in my life. For the rest of the listeners out there, I hope you appreciated that. Anyway, before we get started, Wanda, tell us what you got going on. So I feel like I've been ghosted by the external recruiter that had reached out to me for this initial interview. And I say ghosted because I haven't heard back from him in like two weeks now. Tomorrow makes a full two weeks. And Maggie asked about this before we started filming the podcast. But of course, I had to save the update for all you podcast listeners as well. I couldn't just give Maggie the scoop ahead of time. But you know when you're like in a in the dating phase or like I guess the flirting phase of like a relationship and then you think everything's going well and then they just like stop messaging you out of nowhere and then they never message you again. That's kind of what it feels like. I am very sorry. Um, both things suck. Uh, I have been ghosted many a few times and I know where you are right now and it sucks because I know you're very excited about this one. See, I did think about it and it's like, it's not my dream job. Um, there was a lot of issues with it where it's like, it could have been better. And I think the only reason that I was like, oh, this is great because it kind of just like fell into my lap. And I like when things are easy. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was telling this to Jordan before we started filming um, about this whole like ghosting situation. And he's like, why don't you just reach out to him? Like, why don't you just reach out to the recruiter and find out like what happened? Like if it's still ongoing, if there's any news or anything. And similar to how I would treat a guy that I was flirting with in this relationship that ghosted me, quote unquote, I just don't care enough to want to reach out. Like, I'm not desperate enough for the job that I'm like, this is my dream job. Like, I'm so sad. I just want to know. Like, give me the closure. You know, I'll just let him come back to me in his own time. I actually really agree with that. I know a lot of people get, like, anxious. I'm one of them. And, like, you want to hear back right away. Like, you want to hear the good news. But I think through maybe – both our experiences too. Usually when you reach out, it's going to be bad news because if they're taking their time reaching out to you, they probably don't have any good news to share. Same thing with a prospective guy. If you have to keep reaching out to them, move on. Yeah, see, I tied it all back to the whole like Cosmo relationship tips as well. Nice. I respect that. Yeah. Well, disappointing. Um, Again, I like when things are easy. I like when things just fall into my lap. And unfortunately, I guess this isn't one of those situations. So maybe the next time we have another world conflict or pandemic, I'll get some good news. But until then, stay tuned. 
I like that you were kind of implying that Jordan is an easy man. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, okay, to be fair, um, we were friends first. So in the scheme of things, it was kind of an easy thing to just get into a relationship after the fact, if that makes sense. This just in, Jordan is the easiest man alive. (laughs) What's your update for this week? Um, I was waiting to tell you, but my offer was accepted. I am officially moving. Woohoo! You've been holding this in for. Uh, well, I just dropped off a deposit today at lunch. But, but like, I when s- did you get the oh, the news? I got the good news on. I actually don't remember time. Time is like a social construct. I got the news yesterday. Wow, I felt so guilty holding back my Taco Bell crush of the week, and you held <laughs> this big news. <laughs> um, I'm so excited for you. Well, I wanted to see your reaction, and I wanted to have something for the podcast, because if I told you, then I'd forget eventually, and then you'd have to remind me, and then it'll be a whole thing. But anyways, um, yeah, we, we just dropped off a deposit. We're going to move in on the 18th. So that'll be, that's so soon. I am- March? Of March. <laughs> because we last time we waited too long, like we put our move-in date like super long out and we like kind of lost out. Not like that was the main reason, but we were like, okay, you know what? To be competitive, let's like put it soon. But like, we're not officially gonna move in. We're just gonna like move in some stuff and then we'll like slowly move in because I can't take that week off from work. Um, just to give everyone context, it is March 9th, so <laughs> yeah, nine days. Nine days, yeah. We still have to figure out utilities. I think I just got an email for elevator booking, how we're going to move all that big furniture. Um, I'm trying to stop. I'm a very, like, I like to follow a process kind of thing, and I already know that Nick is jumping to decorating. He's already thinking of posters and stuff right now. So I kind of want to be like, let's just move all our stuff in. But my, no, maybe I have to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he's also on the same page as me because we tend to be very similar minded. So we're going to move all our stuff in and then we'll think about decorations. But I want us to follow an aesthetic because I visited my friend or our friend Prabby's place and it follows this like earthy, like plant, like jungle vibe kind of thing. And it is just like chef's kiss. And I asked him what he did. And he said he watched YouTube videos, one on Pinterest, and like try to figure out the aesthetic and vibe he wanted. But this man is also probably bankrupt because he spent a shit ton of money and bought everything new. And I'm like, I cannot afford to do that. I will take whatever I can get that is free and that is nice. Yeah, that makes it very hard to form an aesthetic. Yes, when I have stuff that is free. And Nick has a lot of stuff too that he's been like saving up from the times he moved out. So we'll have to go through all that. I am so stressed out for both of you, but also so excited. I'm already stressed and I'm scared. I think Um, a big milestone for us is if we can get through a year of living together because it seems like everyone seems to break up or have problems after one year of living together. So we will see. So morbid, but okay. Yeah, yeah, I guess good relationship test. Um, As long as Nick doesn't like hurt his back, I guess, in the moving process, I think you guys are going to go. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. He just hurt his neck the other day. Oh, my God. So did Jordan. Oh, was he also cleaning his fish tank? No. (laughs) 
the way that you ask that question <laughs> is comedy gold. <laughs> no, Jordan does not have a fish tank. Oh. This is for the best. Imagine <laughs> how worse he could have heard it if he did. I mean, he has no space to put a fish tank, so it is um, quite good that he doesn't have one. And his hobbies do not include fish and fish accessories. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Wow. It's cool. I learned so much about fish. I think the other day I casually mentioned something about fish. Like I was spitting out like fish facts. And Nick was like so impressed with me. He was like, whoa, that's hot. Like, you know so much about fish stuff. And I was like, oh, God. No, I don't think I know this stuff voluntarily. That is kind of sweet because it's like, I think I have issues where I gripe with, I want to do all of my hobbies with like my partner and we need to share everything in that aspect. But like, that's just not realistic. So it's like, I think you should have separate hobbies but also mutual hobbies but the fact that you know about his hobbies and you listen actively to what he says I think is really sweet and really nice yeah I think it I love that we have separate hobbies because I am not into fish or keyboards or concrete tabletops but I am into old lady things like knitting and painting and reading oh he got me this cool like paint by numbers thing that i haven't done yet but it's like a picture of us uh, i'm so sorry to the listeners but it's like us and you have to like paint it in so it's kind of cute wait did you wait so is it like it's inside oh no the, wait so it's like in. the whole this is like the actual like parchment thing that i have to like roll out and then like we paint this is us oh and cute. then you could like put it up as a poster in your place it will go in the den <laughs> we'll, we'll see i will find a nice place for it um i have some questions mm -hmm. so how did your mom feel about this i think she was happy i showed it to her and she was like looks average looks fine um so i think she is happy but also i can tell she is sad but i already told her that i would try my best to come home every weekend to work for her insane this will be truly a test of my ability to drive through traffic mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um which place was this was this something you saw recently or was it something that yeah so it was the very first place like same building different unit so the one with like the oh. great location that i loved and i was sad we lost out on it was like the good life was like right downstairs food basically was a 10 minute walk whole foods is also a 10 minute walk like a lot of food places, subways in the basement. So pretty happy. Was it the, they just didn't have this listing before? Like how did, oh, okay. So it was brand, it was like a brand new, your real estate agent like swiped it up for you kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, um, so we actually put in a conditional offer first because the bathroom was like disgusting. Um, yeah. They had to like regrow, recock everything. Um, and today and like my real estate agent went and sent us pictures and was video calling us to show us like the uh -huh. improvements and we were like okay it looks great well let's send in the offer so that was good we got lucky and they are removing the carpeting from the rooms because i hate carpet and they were already going to do that anyways and then professionally cleaning it tomorrow so we were pumped it's insane what some people can get done in such a short period of time and yet I'm so unproductive. <laughs> <laughs> it's so 
I don't know. It's like great that they work so fast, but I'm also like, you didn't want to like upgrade your appliances or anything else. <laughs> um, is it better than the first one? Um, I would say like literally the same. Like, oh, okay. I guess all the buildings have the same layout. If anything, this one we're right next to the elevator, which I don't yeah. love, but I thought I could hear the elevator and everything. But no, we're good. Yeah, I mean, like, most Airbnbs, like, that's usually the Airbnb location. <laughs> yeah, I don't love being next to an elevator. Only because, like, someone's going to get off the elevator. Rob, who do they go to first? First room they see. Okay, but, like, what floor are you on? Oh, sixth floor. Yeah, I don't think they're going to go up the elevator and be like, hmm, six. And then... You don't know that. They were like, hmm, I'm satanic. Six, six, six. Oh, sixth floor. Close enough. <laughs> to be fair, the, I think the worst part about living beside an elevator is just like you just hear chatting. Like when people get oh. on and off the elevator, that's probably the like, and you w yeah. probably wouldn't even be able to hear it in like certain rooms anyways. Yeah, this is fair. Um, in the end, you're just renting anyways. So yeah. um, our next obstacle is getting one of Nick's dogs to come with us. But um, I was just reading about all the bylaws in the apartment building and it says maximum two pets and they each need to be 20 pounds. And his dog, Jackie, is probably about 50 pounds. That's such a weird bylaw. Right? I thought so too. I don't know what 20 pounds looks like. He's just all hair anyways. Uh, he's like a German shepherd, right? Uh, like a mix of German Shepherd Husky, maybe. No one knows for okay. certain. So two big dogs. Yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna. I'm. I'm gonna have to put that out there. No one's gonna think that Nick's dog is gonna be under twenty pounds. Maybe they'll be like, "Prove it. Try to squat him." Yeah. <laughs> Prove it. Step on this scale. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, we'll we'll see how this goes. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so yeah. excited for you. I can't wait to one day in the very, very far distant future visit. <laughs> Same. Anyways, what is your beef or crush of the week? I've been so excited to tell you. Actually, it's not even that exciting for you. But um, sometimes it's just one of those things where it's like, it makes life worth living. And it feels like the stars have all aligned in your favor to bring you something that you really wanted but never was able to have i'm really hyping this up but i was really excited about it when i found out um so i love or love i guess is a strong word but i really like taco bell tacos like they're soft tacos with just beef and lettuce with no cheese and my hack was i would always put spicy ranch on the taco and it tastes really really good but there was never any kind of deal that was like reasonable for tacos. And each taco is like almost $3. So just like buying a shitty taco for $3 seems very like unjustifiable. And Jordan would not go have these on me with me on the 10 pack, which is 10 tacos. Because he doesn't love tacos that much. And he also said that's oh, that's really extreme. What the hell, tacos. Jordan? You're not as easy as we thought you were. Is it 10 or 20? I feel like it's 20. 20? No, 10 <laughs> sounds more reasonable. You would not eat 10 tacos. Yeah, but like party. Okay, it was a party pack of tacos. A party is 10 tacos, I think. Okay. 
Well, anyways, so now they have come out with the spicy taco box, which in it, you get three tacos of your choice with either spicy ranch, um, chipotle, or creamy jalapeno. And then you can get cinnamon twist, which is also my favorite thing from Taco Bell, fries or nachos, and a drink. Don't care so much about the drink, but you know, this combo, if I could make a combo that was Wanda, like that would be the combo. <laughs> Anyways, that's my crush of the week. Um, the stars have aligned for me and everything is worth living. <laughs> you waited how long to tell me that this was your crush? I waited a day and a half. I felt guilty not telling you immediately. Aww. I just want to point that out. That's pretty sweet. It's sweet that you felt guilty about not telling me. But also you should know that I've never had Taco Bell. So I literally would not like, like I understand your excitement, but like it also means nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just picture your favorite, what, <laughs> favorite is still a stretch. Picture <laughs> a food place that you like going to that like, finally caters directly to you or it feels like it's catering just to you i understand this it's just the, the overall feeling and it's like wow taco bell you really listened to my dreams now i'm gonna get a bunch of taco bell ads actually i've said the word taco bell like a bunch of times we're open to sponsorship yeah um I don't know if this is true. So I was talking about Taco Bell. Like, there's a Taco Bell like 10 minutes from our place. Um, and I was talking to Nick like, oh my god, we should go try it. And he was like, heads up, it's Diarrhea City. Like, you will immediately have to go after eating it. Is this true? I have never felt that. I've also heard this, though. So maybe my experience is just different. Keep in mind, we only have one bathroom, so I guess me and Nick will have to um, take turns eating it. Anyways, what's your beef or crush of the week? Um, it's kind of dumb. My crush is... Oh, do I want to publicly say this bank? Not like they'll get docs anyways. So anyway, so I bank with RBC, and my crush is the financial advisor who helped me because... Actually, okay, so I don't know if I'm, like, in my main character head space right now or if it's, like, just a nice thing that they do for everyone. But, I, so I had to get a bank draft to, like, deposit for, like, my first and last month's rent. And I, I need to get a bank draft. And usually they charge you eight fifty, And I was like, okay, I'm just going to get the charge, whatever. I'm not going to contest it. No big deal. Last time I got lucky, I needed a bank draft. And it was, like, someone we went to high school with who waived the fee for me. This time... This person also waved it for me. So I was like, oh my God, is he, does he just really like talking to me? Am I just like so nice and so cool? He was like, I'll just wave it for you. Or do they just do this for everyone, but they don't publicly disclaim that. Why did you need a bank draft? Couldn't you have gotten away with using your checks? Uh, no. So this one, we had to do it within like 24 hours and they wanted like, for some reason, a bank draft is more secure than a check. I don't, I'm, I don't know. Their options for us were a direct deposit or wire transfer. And wire transfer is like 45, 50 bucks. The bank draft is cheaper option. Usually when you, mm -hmm. so to pay well, rent, we do have to give like the personal checks, but this one was different. Huh. 
I mean, I get it. Like it is wire transfers are also kind of expensive. Um, huh. Usually bank drafts are only used for like when you're buying a house. Right. I don't know. Weird, but whatever. It is free. So do you think he did this to everyone or is it just me? What was your conversation? We talked about school. We talked about where I was moving. Um, was it like, hi, I need bank draft. And he's like, oh, why do you need bank draft? It was less robotic and he was very polite and friendly and could have been our age. Um, and he asked me if my place was near York University. And I said, oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I go there. <laughs> and then afterwards, I was like, wait, sorry, did you go to York University? And he said, no, 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 I went to UFT. And I said, yeah. oh, okay, good. I didn't want to insult you there. And he said, no, no, I understand. And he said, oh, and then he asked me where I went. And I said, I went to McMaster. And he said, my parents went there. And I said, that's great. Wow. McMaster's been around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so huh. he is my, he's not actually my crush. I just think it was a really nice thing and I want to shout him out. Yeah. I mean, I've also had really good bank tellers with the bank that I bank at. And I don't know if it's just a common thing. Can you go try asking and then be like, psych and leave and tell me like what happens? Um, I've had one wish me a happy birthday before, like Aww. before my birthday. Well, <laughs> happy early birthday. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like a week away from my birthday. And she's Aww. like, oh, like I noticed your birthday's coming up. Happy early birthday. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet. Am I just so, are we just so starved from like human interaction that we're just like, any single thing is like, this is the sweetest thing. I owe you my life. I think so. <laughs> Even when like a Starbucks person, like I go to Starbucks to get my free drink and they say happy birthday. I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. How do you guys know? I've never had someone say happy birthday to me. So I have been robbed. You mean Starbucks or like At a Starbucks. anyone? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Not anyone. As uh, I have proof from uh, my old Facebook wall of Maggie saying happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. Hope you have a good one. Smiley face. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> nice. Cool. Um, let's get into it. So we reviewed, we as in Wanda, reviewed some Cosmopolitan tips. Um, Cosmopolitan magazine is known to give um, maybe some good. Uh, they've been around for a while. They've been known to give good, bad, all the in-between advice to young and vulnerable women. Um, I believe their target market is women, though. Yeah, it could be anyone in between, any other genders out there. But I think a lot of their things are geared towards like how to get your boyfriend to do this, like how to make your partner feel better in bed, that kind of thing. So we reviewed some top 50 relationship rules from the Cosmo archives, and we're going to dig into them, see if there's any validity behind them, see if we're going to throw this out or apply this to our future slash current partners. Okay, first one. Keep your options open for at least three months before deciding to be exclusive. You need a minimum of 90 days to even begin to know what someone is really like. Wanda, what do you think about this? Well, I don't think you need 90 days. 90 days is a very long time. 
I've been going through a phase of time passes by really slowly. And I think even five minutes is like a long period of time for some reason. And I can't imagine like not knowing, I guess, for 90 days. Like you like, I don't think I'm like that fast of a reactor, but I usually like someone or I don't like someone. Like it doesn't really like develop more so over time. And like, I don't think my opinions change that much over time. Um, you can also just be exclusive before and then break up. Like, that's a thing. <laughs> For the record, there are shows out there. 90 Day Fiance. This whole ass couple has gotten engaged and married and dated by the time you guys decided to be exclusive. 90 isn't a also, magical number. <laughs> also, love is blind. Everything happens within a month. Yeah. So if those shows can speed up the process, what's taking you so long? JK. Go watch your own I mean, pace. <laughs> yeah, it's also okay to take 90 days, but like, don't be like one of those people that are like, well, actually, we have to date not exclusively for a minimum of 90 days before I can even consider a, a relationship with you. It's like the same type of people that are like, well, I don't sleep with people until the 20th date. I think it's like... I think you really have to ask yourself why you're waiting this amount of days, why you think that's the magic number. Like, are you looking down on others who maybe do it beforehand? Are you judging yourself if you do it beforehand? Like, what is that boundary, I guess? And I think as long as you understand that, I think it's okay. Because there's nothing wrong with waiting three months. There's nothing wrong with not waiting. What's the point of living, guys? Time is a social contract, as said <laughs> earlier by Maggie. Yeah, it means nothing. Um, so do we pass or wait, swipe left or right on this relationship advice? To give context, swipe left is <laughs> versus a swipe right, which ding. is a match. Oh, yeah, that too. Okay. Make the noise again. Okay, we'll go ding or ah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, um, a lot of the ones that I've taken for, like, I've pulled out from this specific article are the ones that I thought were the most ridiculous. So if we ding for any of them, mm. I would be surprised. Okay, fair. I mean, it's um, not, like, horrible advice, but it's not, it's not the great. It's not, like, the worst advice out there, but it's not great. Yeah. But it's funny. It, it is funny, yeah. Um, what would you say? I Actually, no, we already went over this. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. You can start dating someone after one day. Okay, to be fair, if my... Let's say Maggie was single and she decided to go on Love is Blind. And she's like, I have to marry this person in one month from now. Would I say she's moving too fast? Yes. <laughs> would I stop her from trying to make this decision? No. Yeah, I would probably get mad at you if you tried to stop me. That'd be so strange. I wouldn't get mad. I'd be like, can you like leave me alone? I'm trying to get famous. <laughs> <laughs> that is okay. That was that would be fair. If you told me that was your intention, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I get you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, same same application as here. It's like if you want to date after one day, like or be exclusive after one day, I'd be like. I feel like you're moving a bit fast but if you're sure i am not going to say anything about it 
I think the difficult part is figuring out what the other person wants. Like, at what speed you guys want to go? Because, like, in your head, and I know I was like this, I kept rushing. It's like, when is he going to ask me to be exclusive? Because I'm basically already being exclusive because I hate dating around because I suck. And not that I suck, I just suck at dating. And I had no idea what was going on with the other person. So I think. I think it's like a little bit sweet if the other person like wants to be exclusive kind of like early on. Maybe it's about the chase, about being wanted. Hmm. <laughs> um, I'm just going to drop the next one because like that was a good segue. If you need to define this relationship talk, initiate it while walking with your guy. Low-key activities lowers his stress hormone levels, which rise when he's forced to chat about his emotions. What are your thoughts? That's interesting. I wonder... <laughs> I wonder why defining the relationship would stress him out so much. It's... I feel like a lot of these things go back to the whole, like, guys don't want to be tied down. Like, talking about relationships is, like, not manly. And it's a lot about, like, more, like, stereotypes about guys and a lot of uh, toxic masculinity. Yeah, that's what... I guess like that's where they're kind of going with this. And I think like I see maybe where they're coming from because like when you're walking, at least you don't have to make like eye contact and stuff. So if like they reject you, you can just like, keep looking straight ahead and be like, okay, I didn't really care anyways. I'm not I'm not looking at you. I the tear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So in that sense, maybe I see where they're coming from. Um when I was reading this out loud, I made a joke to Jordan about how men are, they're comparing men to like dogs, where it's like, ah, you take your boyfriend out on a walk and you take your dog out on a walk. And, you know, both cases, it like reduces their stress hormones. That's funny. There's an SNL skit about this. Taking your boyfriend out for a walk? You treat him kind of like a dog, like you try to set up, like take him to the boyfriend park encourage him to like talk to other boyfriends yes i actually remember you sending this to me nice um, um what do you think about it like when you define the relationship do you prefer to be looking at them in the eye or do you prefer to be walking i prefer to be looking at looking at them in the eye i'm a big eye contact person and the joke that i made the other joke i made off of this was I would like to trap my boyfriend into a situation where he can't leave. So he has to face the conversation with me and he can't escape. So, for example, trap him in the shower and stand by the door and talk to him about defining the relationship or any other hardships in your relationships because he can't avoid eye contact with you and he can't escape. Yeah, some ways to spice up your relationship, for sure. <laughs> and I personally like that a little bit better than taking him from a walk, because, like, taking him from a walk, like, he can just run away from you. I feel like if he runs away when you're trying to define the relationship, that's your sign that there's no relationship. <laughs> It'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like people are committed to, or sorry, people are afraid to commit to relationships. Like, they don't want to define that relationship. They don't want to be the first one to show emotion and be vulnerable to be like, I like you. Can you stop seeing the other hoes? 
thought that was like an issue when we were growing up and i thought like the gen zers kind of got better at that did they not i feel like it was still difficult well i have like very little experience with this but i feel like when i was in the dating game it was very awkward and no one wanted to define anything I mean, this is also, like, a whole, like, there's so many options out there, too. Like, you don't even have to go out searching for other options. You could just go open an app and be like, swipe, swipe, swipe. Yeah. Sad. Which is, also feels kind of boomery. Maybe it's, yeah, I feel like a boomer talking about this, but I feel like maybe it's because, like, all this new stuff is always coming out, like, like new, better stuff is always coming out. So maybe they're like, I'm going to wait until I find the best option for me. Yeah, maybe the option isn't even born yet. Oh, <laughs> nope. That's a no for me. Um, because you and Nick actually go on walks, um, I want you for the next walk that you go on to ask him any kind of like high stress um, kind of situation or like scenario and like get him to answer. And then afterwards, ask him how he felt answering that while walking versus answering that while standing still or not walking hmm that'd be interesting i feel like we do like whenever we do we need to talk about something like very like high importance or high priority and stuff or very contentious is when we're like sitting like eye contact that kind of thing but i think our walks are more lighthearted, actually hmm we have talked about stressful things before during walks. So I don't know if that counts. I don't know if you can treat him like a dog like that. Um, Try it out. I would also try it out, but Jordan and I do not go on walks together. The trick is to get a dog. <laughs> yes, yeah, that would that would help, yes. But as we have no dog right now, um, <laughs> we go on no walks together. The trick is to treat your boyfriend as a dog. <laughs> Come on, boy, let's go for a walk. Walkies! <laughs> That's funny. We do go for walks without dogs, too, though. I think they're enjoyable. Yeah. You used to, like, when we were together for, in Montreal, you guys just used to go out for, like, walks. Yeah, because sometimes I need to get my steps in. Mm, yeah, I don't. Uh... I should. I was like, I need to walk with a purpose. Like, I need to go somewhere. Like, I need to be, like, getting mm. something or getting something or other buying stuff. <laughs> I do like those kinds of walks because those ones trick you into thinking you barely walk that day. Yes. I like the ones that trick you. Mm-hmm. Again, I want it easy, like Wanda. <laughs> 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 okay, cool. Next one. Um, let him be the first to say the L word. Men generally need more time to process emotions and voice them. Hearing it can make him feel cornered. What do you think? Um, Jordan was the one who was way more emotional than I was. Like, he was very, Easy. like, open. <laughs> very open about his feelings. Like, he, like, um, he said he loved me way, like, not way before, but he said it, like, pretty early on into the relationship. Um, and he was like, I know you, like, you don't have to say it back immediately. Like, I understand it. Like, I get that. But um, I just wanted to tell you. Mm, that's so sweet. Yeah. It was it was very nice. Um, so I didn't feel like I was trapped or cornered, but I, I do understand the feeling. Um. When Jordan first told me he liked me, I felt like I was trapped. Well, I was trapped. 
In his car. Um, in his car. And I wanted to like, I was 10 minutes away from home and I could not tuck and roll. Although I did think about that quite a bit during that car ride. Hmm. I'm glad I didn't. But I mean, like, I'm glad I didn't tuck and roll because that would have been bad. But I'm also, I'm glad that it happened, but I hope that it never happens to me again. I don't like being put into difficult situations. Um, I guess talk about things. So I, I don't know where I'm going with this. It sounds like you like being the one to corner the guy, but he's not allowed to corner you. Read yeah. your shower thing. <laughs> yes, basically, yes. Um, no tall guys not to do that car thing because I think it happened to our friend too before and it sounded awful at the time and it also sounds awful when it happens to you. I have um. never been in this situation. Um, I guess it, hopefully I, I'm never in this situation either. I'm like sweating talking about this. Like, I don't know why, but I'm like damp now for some reason. <laughs> and I just get flashback into the situation. <laughs> even though you're dating him, it's like oh, so embarrassing. Can't believe you'd say that. Why are we even yeah. dating right now? Yeah, like, oh my God, such like high, high stress. <laughs> um, you, you know how like sometimes you take babies out for car rides to like soothe them and stuff? It was not soothing. No, it was not soothing whatsoever. In your defense, you're not a baby, so. Yeah, but like, you know, some things you never grow out of. This is, this is fair, I guess. <laughs> um, how do you feel about this? Because I can't seem to get my bearings on this. Um, I think that it is stupid to let him say the L word. But the thing is, is that a lot of girls, including my friends and my mother and like all of rom-coms and stuff, believe that the guy should love the girl more for the relationship to work and that the guy has to be the one like you know it's the relationship will last when the guy is like vulnerable enough and will come forward and say he loves you but i think that is stupid because i say i love you to my friends all the time i say i love you to like literally random people um probably not you know i just say i love you to my friends and stuff so it is so not true. I the last time that you said you love me was on our tenth episode, which was like last year. Yeah, but when I said it, it made you like tear up and stuff. So like, I don't want to do yeah, that because again. You never say it because you never say it <laughs> if you say you. it all the time. <laughs> um, um, I'll send you a, a daily good morning, I love you text. That is so sweet. So sweet. Oh, it's that, like that'd be so sweet. Does Jordan do that to like, you? uh usually i send the good mornings he gets up and he's like pretty much in meetings all the time he used to have like an automated thing that you could do through apple where he'd send me like a mixture of like three different messages at like 2 p.m and um they're all like, positive nice messages and stuff but then it kept breaking so oh. he got rid of that nice automate sending nice messages to your girlfriend boys yeah even though i knew it was automated it was still nice to see it it's the it's the effort. It's the thought. Yeah. Um, I think that you should say the L word whenever you want to. Um, I think it's also important not to pressure the other person to say it back. But I know that sometimes when you do say the L word, the other person might feel pressure to say it back. So it's nice to have that disclaimer in there to not pressure anyone. But again, go at your own pace. Do whatever you want. 
Yeah, you could say it as early as you want in the relationship and as late as you want. You could be like 60 years old and never said and like been together for like 40 years and never say I love you. Um, I have a funny story about this, actually. So Nick's neighbor, um, his relationship advice to Nick was never say I love you to another woman. Like that should be only reserved for your mother. He's been married and he does did not say it to his wife ever. She said it to him and he doesn't say it to his kids. Um, and maybe this is why he's divorced. But he told Nick, like, just don't say love you. And Nick was like, okay. And I told Nick that if he ever shared that advice, like if he ever used that advice or told other people this advice, this will not have a happy ending for us. Yes, because taking relationship advice from the person who is divorced is chef's kiss. <laughs> yeah, he was like, and my wife probably would have stayed with me too if I didn't cheat. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, but it was definitely the fact that I didn't tell her I loved her. That was like what kept us together. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because she's always thinking, oh man, gotta really impress him to make sure he still loves me or will at least one day love me. That is disgusting um, in the terms of mommy issues. Yeah. <laughs> but back to the all word thing. <laughs> <laughs> so if you think you want to marry a guy, try to hold off on moving in. Otherwise, he might feel less incentive to take the next step. This is my oh. video message to Nick. Hey. Do you feel this way? Please um, please send me your response within 24 hours. I mean, I get it. Like, this one I get because it's like, oh, well, like, what is the logical next step? It's to get married. That's what society says. So. Yeah, this one, I guess it does make sense. And you see it a lot, too, in movies and reality TV shows where the guys are like, our life is perfect. Why are you giving me an ultimatum right now? Why do I have to marry? What's going to change? And, like, that's the plus side. Like, you're hoping there's no change. Like, you're hoping everything will stay the same. But I know, like, you know, look like Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. As soon as they got married, it was Splitsville. So maybe marriage is a curse. Yeah, all 40% of marriages end in divorce. That's a huge number. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, the statistics is also from, like, our boomer-ish parents where they didn't really – have like love connections yeah i would also argue that like our parents were from like third world countries almost and they didn't have like the privilege to really date around kind of thing also fair but like a lot of um i guess like parents that come from like third world countries they also tend to not want a divorce because it looks bad yeah that's a huge thing too looking yeah. bad that's stupid I look bad every day. JK. Nothing's stopping me from divorce. Then. <laughs> um, I think that... I don't think you should hold off on moving in. I know, like, a former manager of mine, she moved in within, like, two weeks of knowing her um, boyfriend at the time, who is now her husband. And they're, like... They're really sweet. They're, like, best friends. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, you can just talk about it, like, open communication and all that fun stuff, where it's like, hey, I know we're moving in together, but I'm still not ready to get married or engaged. 
all like very easy conversations to have. You know, just set the expectations early. And make sure you're aligned. Make sure it's not like you setting the expectation and the other person's like, oh. <laughs> Actually, I think like I was talking to Nick about marriage and stuff. I think because we had an episode about marriage. And uh, I think Nick was like, oh, so like you don't want me to surprise you with like a ring or something or like marriage like when when it's time. And I said, no, this is something that we should be discussing. Like have that conversation with me. See if we're like we're ready for marriage. And he was like, oh, my God, this is the first time. I never even thought about that. I was just going to surprise you when I thought I felt ready. I was like, no, please do not do that to me. I, I hate surprises. That would have been so funny. I kind of wish you never had that conversation. So one day you're just like, hey, so um, Nick proposed to me. Um. I haven't given him an answer yet. I just ran away. I'm in the bathroom right now. What do I do? <laughs> he, he brought me out on a walk. Uh, that was my opportunity to run. <laughs> yeah. Jordan's like, when we were in Montreal, Jordan kept on making jokes. Like every single time we passed like a ring store and he'd be like, oh, look, like a like an engagement ring store kind of thing. And it's like, um, like you just make like a lot of those jokes. And I'm like, why do you keep making those jokes and he's like i don't know they're funny and i'm like they're not funny they're stressing me out because <laughs> every single time i'm like like are you i was like are you looking at rings i was like i want to put it out there and i've said this many times before i want to choose my own ring if i ever get engaged i want to choose my own ring and also i said i don't want to be engaged for the foreseeable future and so but he kept making the jokes and i feel like he just doesn't know when to stop <laughs> unsufferable <laughs> yeah, this is the whole like don't profess your love or you'll <laughs> drive him into a corner <laughs> i am the him him is me nice um i think eh, on this one because maybe i mean i don't like really want to get married it's not like one of my top priorities in life it's not what i like want to always do but if i were to get married hopefully it'd be with nick and we're already moving in together. So, too late. Yeah. I should tell Nick. I'm like, Maggie loves surprise proposals. She's just, like, playing it off. Being like, she doesn't <laughs> like surprise proposals. You know, you know, you guys are moving in together, right? That's such a serious next step. You're living in sin. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I made that joke, too. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, But also, no. We discussed this similar to the podcast episode check out that episode guys we talked about some cool things but our criteria was you need to be like have our own house like have our financials figured out like that kind of thing like very secure in our future then we will yeah, get um, married maybe shout out to shane and natalie from love is blind where when asked about his financials he was like oh i just spend money where i want to spend money <laughs> i spend over two thousand dollars a month on food <laughs> We appreciate honesty in a man. <laughs> but not like that. Yeah. Even when he tells you he hates you and you're the worst thing that happened to him, we appreciate honesty in a man. Honesty above all else. Yes. Um, so next one. Get him to act by using humor. Point out the dirty socks in his car by joking. Hun, is that your new car freshener? What do you think about this? I can see you doing this for some reason. Yeah, I am very passive aggressive like that. <laughs> I was going to.
did I say? I was like, what kind of passive aggressive shit is this? But then I was imagining it. And I was like, huh, I can totally see Maggie kind of saying this. Yeah, I think I, I would be kind of like doing that. But. Hmm. Now that you've been called where, out. Where do I draw the line on this? I feel like we haven't been put in that situation where we really have to clean things together. I think it's Ooh. always like, yeah, so this will be interesting because like he's at his house and I'm watching him clean or like I'll offer to help, but like I don't really do much and vice versa. But this time we're cleaning a unit together as a unit. It'll be interesting. So thoughts on this? My thought is, okay, so I know it's bad because you told me you took this from the Cosmo like worst advice thing and i should be on the lookout for this but like you know um i think pick and choose your battles the worst i was i was just saying the ones that made me laugh this is from cosmos top 50 relationship rules you know like it's not maybe it's good for some people i would say that it would get annoying because my brother, I guess my whole family is very passive aggressive to each other. So I get annoyed very easily. So I can see that if Nick did this to me all the time, I would be super annoyed. So I will keep an eye on this. I think I'm pretty direct, but I also don't want to be his mom and be like, can you put those socks away? That's gross. But I think like a huge thing is that you can't expect the other person to be a mind reader. So if it's like a place that you guys share, then you should just be direct and be like, clean that. Or can you help me and put this away? Try not to be super passive aggressive and expect them to read your mind. That's a good call out. Um, Jordan always seems to do things like we usually have the same line of thought. So if I'm ever like, oh, like, can you take out the garbage? He's like, well, I'm not going to do it now because he was also going to take out the garbage because we have the exact same thought. It was just that I vocalized it right before he was going to do it. And when I do that, he doesn't want to do it anymore. Or he'll just say, well, now I'm not going to do it anymore. And then he does it like huffingly, huffing and puffingly. I mean, it's cute that like he says he doesn't, but then he does it anyways. Yeah, he still does it though. But now... So if I want something done, I wait like a few minutes or like a few seconds to see if he actually goes and does it before I say anything. Mm. And if he doesn't immediately go towards it or if it doesn't seem like he's going to do it, then I say it. Hmm. Yeah. Let them think they're in control. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beaming this to his brain right now. Let me see if he can read my mind hard enough. <laughs> um, so next one. Don't let him see you peeing, plucking your eyebrows, or doing an at-home bikini wax. You can be real, quote-unquote, in ways that don't chip away at romance. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I just personally don't want him to see me pee because I don't want anyone to see me pee. Uh, plucking eyebrows, I think, is stupid. I mean, like, I would do it. I don't care if other people see it. Oh, I, don't, okay. I don't get like <laughs> I don't get like what's so like sacred about that. Actually, all these things like they're not sacred things. Like the other person does it too. I don't know why you're trying to hide it. I 
I think there are other ways you can keep the romance alive by not showing that you're a human being. Because I feel like if you try to pretend that you don't have to do these things, then it's like you're still kind of scared or like you're putting up some kind of wall and you want them to think that you're some like mystical being, but you're really not. You're human like the rest of us. It's like those rom-coms where they put on makeup in the mornings before the guy wakes up and he's like, wow, you just like wake up like that? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Nice. Ah, yes. Um, yeah, I think that's stupid, but only one of those things, peeing, is something that I would not want my significant other to see me do. I think those are just examples. I think it's just more of like self-care things, yeah. maybe. I just think that when I'm doing my self-care, I don't want someone just watching me or someone to distract me. I like to be focused. <laughs> I think I just, as Cosmo says, ruined the romance, shown that I'm too real of a person. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also not a problem at all. I think what do whatever you think is comfortable. Yeah. I think it's just more of like a... like very comfortable around um jordan so it's like i can do these things and i won't be like <laughs> okay next one if you do slip up and cheat think very hard before you confess sometimes coming clean does more harm than good what do you think about this i read this and i was like what the heck i think it's so funny I think it's so funny, too. And, like, I see where they're coming from in the way where it's like, yes, if you do cheat and you don't want to end your relationship, don't tell them. <laughs> that is very true. But also, if you do cheat, I think you should tell the other person. Or end the relationship. Um, also, I think it's illegal if you cheat, you find out you get, like, an STI and then you go and have sex with your partner and you don't tell them. That's illegal. Please don't do that. Um, so don't cheat. Um, but also, if you do cheat, please tell your partner for them to go get tested or something. Mm. Yeah. Or, um, you know, like avoid sleeping with them. Oh, I have two dreams related to this. Okay, so my first dream was when I, for some reason, Dream Me downloaded a dating app and then I was like yelling at myself. I was like, why was that? Why am I doing this? Why am I downloading a dating app? I don't want this. And then Dreamy kept like swiping and stuff, kept swiping left on everyone. And I was like, of course you're swiping left. What? Why would you swipe right on anyone? This makes no sense. I don't remember what happened afterwards, but I woke up very angry at myself. And then I had another dream. This was from another podcast episode where we were talking about, um, oh, it was from last week, actually, though. What would you do? And if it was they wanted to talk about an open relationship. And I had Nick, I had asked Nick this right before we went to bed. And then I had a dream that he asked me to be in an open relationship. And I said, yes. And then he brought this white blonde girl into our bed. And then they cheated on me when I was in the same bed. And I was like so mad. And I woke up so angry at him. That's so funny. Right in front of you too. I had that dream. I actually had a very similar dream like that where it's like, uh, Jordan brought home a white blonde girl and was like, I love her now. I don't love you. But he's like, I don't want to break up with you just yet. Oh, my God. And I was like, you're literally parading her around me. You're literally planning vacations together. And, like, this was when, I like, we were together, like, in the same space. So I was like, I woke up and I was so mad. Like, I was seething with anger. Like, for somehow, like, the anger from my dream manifested, like, 
past the dream and I like woke him up and I'm like I'm so mad right now and I don't know why but this is what you did in my dream <laughs> I like that you woke him up that's great Chef's yeah <laughs> I couldn't do in my anger longer by myself you need him to apologize for what he did in his dream uh i did i did make him apologize yes which is like also absolutely ridiculous um but it felt nice i think it's justified which is also a thing that girls seem to do which i hear about quite often would you apologize if you dream you did something to jordan no (laughs) (laughs) i wake up feeling bad about it though but i'm not gonna like tell him every single time that i dream mistreated him in some way oh wait i don't know if he dreamt that you did something oh. bad to him oh yes i have yes, oh, yes okay yes. i have yes i have apologized for this too oh nice okay it's fair yeah yeah it's fair but like if it was my dream and i mistreated him in my dream i'm not gonna go and tell him every time it happens because that just feels like mean like it feels like i'm almost like comparing him to past relationships or something yeah that's fair same same vibe same i'm not saying it happens a lot i'm just saying that (laughs) (laughs) still one too many times nice cool um i personally think this is stupid this whole slip up and cheat thing i think it's stupid too which one do you think out of all of these is the most okayest one and which one do you think is the worst one I think the most okayest one was that get him to act by using humor thing, the passive aggressive thing, um, because I do that now. Uh, I think the stupidest one is that last one we just said. If you slip up and cheat, think hard before you confess. I think that's the stupidest one. What do you think? I agree with your stupidest one, but I think the most okayest one is the if you need to define this relationship talk, initiate it while walking with your guy, because I think there's no harm in doing it yeah. while you're walking. Like there's there's nothing that's gonna harm your relationship by changing the location or your activity when you want to have the DTR talk. But don't like forcibly get him out of the house. Like if he doesn't want to go, then don't like no, you have to go with me. <laughs> it's almost like you're gonna propose to him which is worse <laughs> cool okay these were um very funny advice very funny rules okay cool i'm glad i'm glad you liked them because i had a hell of a good time reading through them all <laughs> i would highly recommend everyone look up cosmos top 50 relationship rules and read them out loud to your partner and see what they say good good date night activity yeah um and we might do another date night activity next week to uh figure out if we're going to fall in love with each other oh cute yeah well thanks for joining us this week go follow us on tiktok twitter and instagram and go watch us and like us wherever you get your podcast and on youtube and join us again next thursday for another episode of apologetically me bye, bye.